Let me know. The only vegan cheese I eat is straight from uh, the the coochie. Folks, hello and welcome to the Late Late Capitalism Show. We've got uh, a great show lined up for you this week. I do have to warn you right up the top, right at the top, that, uh, as you know, we do bad swears. And if you don't like bad swears, this ain't the show for you. But, oh, oh, hang on. I'm sorry. I'm getting something coming down the wire. Dateline. <laughs> Washington, D.C. <laughs> 2020. The nation waits with bated breath after a shocking diagnosis for the President Donald John Trump. In the days that follow, people across the world, some pray, some jeer, some do a combination of both. But tragically, a new development occurs. That's right, the president has indeed passed away. His diagnosis he had tested positive for, having a juicy, fuckable ass. <laughs> oh, I thought he had both, uh... No, that was that was about five years ago. You see, the president <laughs> he, he got over both. Uh. The president's ass swelled to twice its normal size. Clearly, he had taken it into the back, and that was one too far. There's so there's no coming back from this for the president. He's dead. His ass, fuckable and juicy as it was, and believe me, it was juicy and fuckable. Now lies fetid and rotting, and rigor mortis is setting in. It's now hard. Kind of like a mannequin. If you've ever felt a mannequin, which I have, I've been kicked out of several stores for it. His <laughs> once fuckable juicy ass is now hard and, and rotted yeah. like rind cheese. Mm. And th this is what happened. The president's died. Uh, yeah. No, I, like, you know, got to hand it to those Clintons. <laughs> Another one for the body count, baby. They, she she waited. You she waited her time. This is quite literally Benghazi 2.0. Yeah, yeah. No, we've been talking about it for a while. Yep. It's, it's come true. up. Same amount of gamers involved. Even too. Yeah. even uh, Papa John said the reckoning was coming. So like <laughs> this is it. It was it was. Yeah, Clinton no, he's the been a Clinton time. op for a while. Like, yeah. we knew that. What's interesting is like they just gave him like. The sickest steroids known to man. Like he's, <laughs> he's on the coolest drugs that have ever existed. He's going to slip. It's so in, unfair. He's going to slip into a cush coma and die. Yeah, like, there's no doubt about it. He's been releasing videos, which in which he's like very clearly ill. Like his lips are white, which I've never seen. <laughs> and he doesn't sound the same. No, they, he they sounds. Gave me, they gave me the best drugs. Uh, 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 Kush Diesel 2.0. He's even more incomprehensible <laughs> than normal. Folks, it's called sativa. <laughs> we, it comes from the earth. <laughs> if I wasn't meant to have it, we absolutely love what's <laughs> happening. He says. Uh, yeah, Megan, how do you feel about uh, Mr. J. Trump in the White House right now? Hmm, I feel like. Sadly, nothing good can ever happen, so he won't die, Wrong. which is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's um, the deal. We actually have had, after that disastrous debate, we had about three of the funniest days in yeah. human oh, history. Oh, yeah, folks. And the hits keep on coming. Obviously, Donald Trump announcing at 1 a.m. that he and his wife, uh, Flotus, no, Melania. Uh, although <laughs> there was a very funny tweet that was like, "Why the fuck do you marry a woman named Florida? The E one guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Branson Good for Branson, the funniest man alive. I he hope he sells really a million copies of his book. This is not uh, a bit. But yeah, he announcing at one a.m. that he tested positive <laughs> for COVID, and then the next day. Like all a, a murderer's row of actual murderers yeah. testing positive for COVID. Yeah, that was actually kind of sick. Oh, Hope God. Hicks, Chris Christie, who was on a ventilator, which means yeah, he gone. <laughs> bye bye, sweetie. So, come on, very nasty. So how I think people are talking about how they got it right, and they're talking about oh, it was the, oh, the Rose the Garden, the Amy Kobe Bryant super spreader event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, like I think that's BS because I've watched a little known movie called Society oh, that came out oh, in 1986. Tremendous. This movie. And it, all the elite turn into literal butts. bug creatures. Uh, turn into all yeah, right. yeah, and then they turn into like this big amalgamous like flesh monster. It, it is a blob at the end of the night. I thought and this was a documentary. It, it is. 
It actually is, <laughs> and uh, and and they do that in order to siphon off of the Folks, any the proletariats. We had Amy there. We were doing a shunting. <laughs> Even Baron was there. I do, I do like that the downfall. Like you know, after all of this, like you know, lib outcry after Comey, after yep. the the guy who came after Comey, <laughs> James Comey's, yeah. Got- I didn't know who Comey was for a second, and my brain went to Coney, and I was like, mm, "Seems unrelated." <laughs> yeah, after Joseph Coney came in, <laughs> we've all got and tried to kill the president with child soldiers. We've all got that one Comey that can make us bust. <laughs> that's where. No. That's why we don't know where the the traffic children are because they're invisible. Get oh. invisible children. No, that was the name of the corporation. Oh, we I did Coney twenty twelve. No, okay. I remember that. We're getting that's off track. Um, <laughs> I we're come no, after after, after the whole. Lib Brigade came through. The thing that takes down the Trump presidency is Hope Hicks. That's so fucking cool for <laughs> that me. Is, that is yeah. kind of dope, bro. Yeah, just an absolute smoke show. That no. picture of her holding his hand at the White House. <laughs> Fuck, I wish that was me! It's cool. Now, now I have a question for you guys. Do you wish you were Hope or Trump? Uh, Trump. I wish I was Very Trump's good. hand. I wish I had a sick sick uh, goth gf sick <laughs> <Yeah>. mommy gf <laughs> now, now I have a question because I've seen people talk about this. A lot of like pure purist libs have been posting the herman cain timeline have oh. you seen that yes. yes and i hate it so herman but i want to know uh, yes herman explain. cain for those uninitiated uh is another republican ghoul godfather's uh, pizza yeah who uh died of covid about a month ago mm-hmm. uh he got it from a trump rally yeah, which yep, happened which about two attended, months ago which happened about two months ago the tulsa rally yeah, yeah. so he That's died right. yeah. about 40 days i think 39 40 days after uh he got covid and yeah. his account is still tweeting to this and, very yes, day yeah he has a ghost Wait, account tweeting june, about how covid isn't a big deal the juneteenth rally that killed herman cain <laughs> that's, that's, a, it, that's amazing it's so, pretty dark that's actually amazing so yeah. what ended up happening the reason why people are relating this timeline is that uh, Herman Cain's Twitter account kept saying how great he yeah, was he's feeling doing well. and would post videos of him talking about how great he is. And the day after <laughs> Herman Cain died, he tweeted that COVID is no big deal. Yes. Yeah, which is funny, which is but pretty sick. The Very thing that's clearly. interesting about this is assuming that uh, our dear big wet president uh follows the same timeline he will be facing his big wet coffin about a couple days after election night, that's the real wop. which is the funniest possible okay, that's outcome. the real wop wet as president yeah <laughs> like what's becoming more realistic is an actual 269 269 like draw and what would be so funny the funniest possible reality is a they draw and then b donald trump dies <laughs> <laughs> and then like the ultimate the, the cherry on top would be somehow kamala harris dying so yeah. it's just <laughs> It's, it's only just Biden. Joe Biden. It's just Joe. It's always man. been you, Joe. His wife is like, you got this, dear. <laughs> hey, I'm going to spill you from going to gullet. <laughs> Listen so, here, Jack. <laughs> the one thing I don't know anything about was people kept talking about like staircases and cars. Did he? So he did some yes. like show off of his health or yes. something. This is one of the best things. So as he was being released from Walter, Walter Reed Hospital, uh, which he was very adamant is the finest hospital in the world. One of the things he did was a drive-by for his supporters that were outside in he a hermetically sealed SUV designed to prevent against chemical attacks, which means he was in a hermetically sealed vehicle with like four Secret Service agents. Oh, no! <laughs> like, so yes, bad. he's obviously breathing heavily and he's spreading COVID, but you know he was just like ripping farts in that thing. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that was after, according to OANN, his doctor said that he was eating back-to-back plates like a madman. Yeah. <laughs> And you know he doesn't eat anything except no. Burger King McDonald's, man. That's right. Yeah. He was yeah. literally eating like three or four quarter pounders at yeah. a time and just like cutting no, the fish those fillets because they're healthier. That's right. Fish, fish delight. So what it was was that his doctors told him he can't leave the hospital, but like doctors, <laughs> doctors can't legally tell you doctors that. Lie. Doctors, doctors lie. Doctors lie. So like, so what he did was he wanted to do this drive by in support, <laughs> but like, what? Yeah, he. Grove Street. That's, that's what he's <laughs> yeah. like. He's like, he's like, the ballers, they're out for the hospital. Oh, he's the nice before I fucked everything up. Oh, shit. Here we he go had to work again. up his strength in order to hold the gun sideways. <laughs> that's right. He, he didn't have enough respect to recruit more than secret, four Secret Service guys at a time. I just imagine they're putting him through physical therapy and you see like the health bar in the corner, like the strength bar going up slowly. He's just jogging on and a treadmill. He's got the, the ding sound as it goes up very slowly. Yeah. 
<laughs> so he he went out there and against doctor's orders and decided to bring people with him because he wasn't fit to drive. Yeah, and then they fair. put him in this like yeah. literal airlock, specially designed SUV, specially designed so that no air can come in or out. Yes, <laughs> literally the worst possible he containment hot, unit. You could so he hotboxed the car with run COVID. Out of, running out of air. <laughs> no, it <laughs> was in general amazing. And then yes, he when he returned back to the White House. They had this like big, like almost not rally, but like display of force designed where he was going to climb to the top of the stairs. They're going to do like a fly over with like a helicopter and film it all. And as soon as he got to the top of the stairs, everybody was like, this man is clearly like struggling to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was he, he's gulping it like goddamn. He looks like he actually you know looks what? rough. Like yeah, he was he was literally giving a ghost the gawk gawk. That's <laughs> what it was. Herman Cain came by to tell him what was up and he just started sucking his ghost. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Sonking and funking the spirit <laughs> the of reason, Mr. Cain. The reason he's saying that COVID is not stressful is because he's not actually dying of COVID. He just used up all his life energy. Remember? That is oh, true. true. He, he thinks I you have one yeah, full it, it, amount it, and then you just use it up well, as yeah, you exercise. It's like a battery. Yeah. Wait, Being wait, the wait. president was too tired. What is now this? This is Donald oh. Trump's this is theory about how about life. biology works. Yeah, basically your body is a battery and it has you're, a limited You're born with a charge. set amount and if you exercise, you're wasting You're it. using energy. That's sick. Yeah, that's actually true. Like, he <laughs> honestly <laughs> believes this and it's so amazing. That's like, kind of cool, but, though. And uh, now, I, the person I, who, who I hope dies the most, obviously Donald Trump dying, hilarious. Yeah. But the person, the most net positive would be Stephen Miller. Oh, dying. yeah, no, he's like a worse, worser evil, for sure. There's not even a swear word offensive enough to describe Stephen Miller like there's nothing I could say that would do justice to how much I hate if you took the word hate and engraved it on every single grain of sand in the Sahara <laughs> Desert you would not even be one one thousandth of how much I despise this living breathing walking Obama fucking nation I would love for him to Obama like, nation that's right that's right <laughs> clear? I know what he I kinda said does look like white Obama <laughs> <laughs> so one thing Obama. I was one thing I was really wondering and it might be because I'm just woefully underwear but like Where's Pence in all of this? Oh, he's laying low. Why yeah. wasn't he connected? No, he, he was at the Rose Garden thing. He just he? Didn't, he just didn't get paused up. No, yeah, oh. uh, the the light of the Lord protects him. I was sure. gonna I was gonna say I had this theory that you know um, the Death Star has like a force field around it, and yeah. I figured he's kind of like you know the <gasps> Sith Lord. Yeah, well, for me, I feel like Mother gives him a sponge bath every <laughs> night, and that sort that cleans him up. But Mother is actually like Psycho, and it's just a dead carcass. Yeah. Well, Mother is what he calls his wife. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, oh, bud. Honey. Sorry you had to hear, hear that from me. That hurts. But uh, unless anything, anyone has anything else to say about, again, our fearless leader absolutely getting fucking owned <laughs> by the bat virus. He owned the, the libs with I'm that I'm pulling one. up a voice clip of him saying, I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. It's a, he Okay, so yes, this is something that has been noted, but he is turning into Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And this is the final thing I'd like to leave off on, which is that he is doomed to become what he despised the most. Weak. And that, I think, is the most galling and horrible thing for him. Not just weak, but specifically Hillary Clinton. Because... In the run-up to the 2016 election, on September 11th, 2016, Hillary Clinton had a very public fainting spell at the 9-11 memorial. Yeah. Which she was then, like, carted into a white van and, like, dragged away so her body double essentially was popped out of the toaster from Futurama so that yeah. could continue the campaign. But, like, Donald Trump, this is his equivalent of fainting on 9-11. He's contracted coronavirus and become weak. He had to be carted off in some, you know, fart SUV so that he could be, like, <laughs> lay low for a couple days and then release video saying i feel great it's definitely i don't know of all the times for the conspiracy people to come out and say that uh, like a body double has been put in place oh, now is the time like they didn't work the kinks out of the robot and that's why he breathes like it's, that he thinks it's natural and that video of him walking to the helicopter was either not him or he had lost like 50 pounds because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was the most fucked up shit i like it was a completely di you didn't see his massive centaur like ass his big <laughs> juicy fuckable ass it was just some guy walking like i even yeah, now he so has that, cool. He has that weird growth on his face from the steroids, like a yeah. big red splotch on his face. Like the man looks like shit. It's gonna grow a little Donald Trump that's gonna talk every once in a while when he does speeches. It, it's gonna sound like <laughs> yeah, a smaller, more orange president. Yeah, no, it's gonna sound like Gilbert Godfrey. Uh. <laughs>
but I when when God closes a door, folks, he opens a window. Uh, I'm pretty sure last week's episode was probably the most depressing, most blackpilled, darkest episode and we've done. That includes yeah. the one about the Nova Scotia shooting that happens yeah. like three no, days. I was after feeling yeah. I was feeling yeah. like absolute shit after we finished recording just because of what we talked about. But then you know, balance in all gift. things, a gift, Several a gift gifts. from the Lord unto us. Several genuine gifts. Yeah. Just praying and praying and praying for all these people to die. And yeah. if, if you aren't actively looking at the Donald Trump Twitter feed, um, I'm letting you know that is some of the best like content if you think the world is about to collapse <laughs> like it is it is genuinely like you can you can have a romp and a riot donald trump should write the next coen brothers film and we would all just laugh our asses off and he'd be like no this is serious i promise you the white house very exciting place <laughs> and boy is it ever let's hope the uh body count begins we're currently <laughs> at zero well i guess one of you count herman cain let's uh let's all do a quick uh here's the bless up bless up to hillary for that one yeah, yeah. hillary thanks queen thank you for shooting him with the, with the coronavirus COVID gun, gun. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now do bill next <laughs> Alrighty, so this week, uh, moving on to Canadian problems. Haha. Uh, the Green Party picked a new. Okay, sorry, that wasn't funny. I'm getting bullied. Alrighty. Um, I thought it was a good bit, Megan. It wasn't even a joke. I just thought I couldn't think of a segue, and that's what came out of my mouth. It's fine. Um, the Green Party picked a new leader. Uh, Dean and I, you know, listen to what people tell us to do on Twitter all the time. So someone said, join the Green Party and vote. And we were like, okay. Yeah, I personally am not usually a green gal, but mm-hmm. I thought this would be a fun chance Could to like... surprised me. Huh? It's a <laughs> I, little inside joke. I do love the environment. Oh, right, because... Jesse calls we, me Big we, Green. We gave Megan a nickname based on a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> yeah. uh, dub. <laughs> so if you ever, if we ever have the the fan meetup or the fuck a fan <laughs> contest, yeah, in which I will only choose, there will only be four people eligible, and they won't know unless they enter. It's actually the <laughs> Dean Glory Hole contest. Wait, oh, that'd be so sick. But you can call Megan Big Green in person, and yes, uh, draw I will respond to that. Of her as the Jolly as, Green as giant, Piccolo. That would be or cool. as Piccolo. Keep it clean, though. Look. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. So, let's get back on this. One what? time, uh, someone that was sort of friends with Dean and I edited a picture of us as spider riders. Yeah, that was strange. And we didn't we really have, know him that We didn't well. have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> That's so hot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the spider, though. And yeah, and I was the rider, rider babe. No, that's like right. That. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, the Green Party picked a new leader. We joined and we voted. Fucking didn't matter, though. Actually, it did matter. The guy we voted for came second. Uh, he came pretty close, but sadly, uh, a very... I don't know. I don't want to call her boring. She's like the first um, black leader of a federal party of Canada, which is pretty cool. Like yeah. that is kind of sick. That's something, and that's like um, more than something. That is very impressive. Yeah, like it's a very, it's very impressive. It. She like obviously like campaigned super hard. She worked really hard for her. Her name is uh, Anime Paul. Sugui. Yes. Her name is Anime Paul. Oh, I, I I lulled because everyone in the Green Party is French and on stage they were just chanting her name after and they were just going Anime. 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 And it was like cool. All That's right. they need to win Quebec. Yeah. They, need they do need to commit to like. She the, needs to dress up as the guy from One Piece. She's going to wear an Inuyasha <laughs> costume and talk about Quebec sovereignty. And she's going the Green Parties are going to win Landslide. every single seat. Yeah. Yeah. So she like obviously very impressive. She's very politician-y. I find she was like the most. She she sounded more like a federal leader at the mm. debates than the rest of so them the did. So the most polished. Uh yeah, definitely. And um, like she she knows what she's doing. She campaigned hard. I don't like dislike her or anything. It's just a lot of her speeches and where she's going forward with the party was all just about how this was like a milestone because she is the first black federal leader. And that was like really the only messaging. It it was basically just like, I campaigned so that we could have diversity at the top, like uh, of, of Canada. Like we need to represent how diverse our country is. And like, we've made history tonight by like electing this like first black leader, but then didn't really talk about what she wanted to do at all really. And like, that was the main thing. So I was kind of like, okay. And then if you're reading her policy, it's like, 
uh, there was two eco-socialists running, which we'll get to, but her policy wasn't as cool, obviously, as theirs. Um, it's not horrible. It's like kind of basic green stuff. It, it, to be honest, it's kind of to the right of Elizabeth May a little bit, which is like Elizabeth May wasn't super right. It's just, uh, they're, they're not super fiscally left at all, which I find yeah. upsetting. Well, Elizabeth May was a lib, like through and through. Yeah. Yeah. It basically just like liberals that care about the climate crisis a bit more, which is better than a liberal, but I don't know. No, um, it's still a liberal. I'm yeah. sorry. They, they care. Yeah. Is a subjective term. Yeah. Well, it was only, so, um, one thing that I want to point out is like, I followed the greens for a very long time, mm-hmm. even though I haven't necessarily voted for them and backed them up, but that's because I don't think their policy is as fleshed out as I want it to be. Um, they're just like not, economically left at all too it's so annoying what it usually comes down to right is that their leadership with under may was always trash because mm-hmm. she never actually had policy mm-hmm. ever um, a lot of the time she would say things if asked of her but there was never actually very many opportunities where she presented policy um the thing that was making green popular was far from may and it was actually the local representatives yes, in each area they are very That's popular true. in their writings yeah, too people 100%. like love the greens that run in their because, districts because they, really they are did. actually very good yeah. and have very good policies and usually it ends up being like lawyers or uh like even long-term politicians who decided it's, it's that so their party lawyers. it's so funny it's uh, decided that their party was just not doing anything mm. so they go green in order to be like an actual opposition right yes which i totally find is the opposite of the other parties where like you really like the leader or people do i guess mm-hmm. um but like who gives a literal fuck about the yeah. liberal and conservative running in their riding like they yeah. don't say anything they're, they're, they're just like fruits. i like trudeau and i like sheer then so that's where if you vote for me you're voting for them so that's, that's where i was very excited and that's why i was following along with the green leadership race because mm-hmm. i was like finally may is going to leave this party because she's always treated it as if it was a group of yes people mm. and it was really sad because all of these people really wanted very radical change very immediate change and would let you know exactly what was going on whereas may as a representative of that party literally did nothing other than kind of like embarrass herself it seemed like a and when she was when I she liked was her debating style to be honest but yeah. understandable but it was much more casual in comparison to anyone underneath her which Mm. was sad because then it becomes why is this your party when everyone else seems a lot more competent than you i i honestly feel like this is going to be the problem with this woman like i i don't know and again i i feel bad like saying that i don't like her and downplaying it because like it's impressive but yeah like just total like lack of anything policy-based when someone asked her about the fact that so many young people had joined the party to vote for eco-socialist candidates and like Mm. how that was a huge deal they got like 15,000 new like registrations or something in the last couple weeks she was kind of just like well if you want progressive you should look at Elizabeth May's policies from 2019 (laughs) and just listed the 2019 policies and I was like okay like cool (laughs) like literally what are you gonna do (laughs) man you know how you're so excited about this new prospect for the party consider everything that we did the year before that you didn't give a fuck about Joe Biden actually is the most progressive uh, (laughs) platform for any presidential (laughs) candidate ever so and, and that to me showed that like she's not really putting any thought into moving forward at all it was it was just like someone literally asked her like what progressive policies are you going to put forward and she's like well we've been progressive this whole time mm-hmm. like we had a great leadership in may and the the people that are like high up in the green party like may and the woman that um was the interim leader mm-hmm. love uh, enemy Paul like they they were literally almost crying tears yes. of happiness on stage they were like dancing Elizabeth May retweeted so many things mm-hmm. being like yes please vote for enemy and she retweeted a bunch of really negative things about the eco-socialist candidates yep. which you're not supposed to do no, I don't I know like if there's an actual rule both against of those it are very well but legal. so so yeah. the thing with with May right is that she is literally always treated as a popularity contest mm. and sh- the the thing with May is that she is very similar to PETA as an organization Mm. in the sense where they are very much one platform and they will literally shit on other ideas. If it Mm. has anything that it doesn't have to do with their platform, even if those other ideas inherently do have to do with their platform. Right. Mm. So when things would come up about socialism or, uh, just like how to spend money, she would be like, it doesn't matter. We're here for this. Mm. And people would be like, well, and try to explain and that's where like a lot of the people under her understood that everything is connected when it comes to yeah, politics and being fucking left 
is the only way to save the climate at all, which is so frustrating to me. And also there was, I was watching a bunch of debates about um, like when they were running and there was one guy who was kind of like, we need to really appeal to conservatives. Like I want to be <laughs> like, I want to be fiscally responsible while still dealing with the climate crisis. Yeah, that cop. guy came dead last. Like no one fucking likes that. I like, who joins the Green Party and is like, yeah, I really would love to be like fiscally responsible, so, sort of right of center, like climate change he's, activist. He's a cop. He's very clearly <laughs> trying to infiltrate to get the <laughs> radical elements out of there. So so like I was saying with May, she she likes the popularity contest aspect of it. Um, and, and like and it sounds really childish of me to say that. But I I swear, if you look at any of the times that she's spoken, it's very obvious that there's hints of narcissism there uh, when it comes to the people like me and literally anyone who is a voter for the green party who isn't friends with may is like, we're not voting for may mm. we're voting for the party and the people that are a part of it. We hate may as a leader. Mm. So, wow. I didn't so know that. but the thing, the reason why it seems like that isn't the case is that the people that are may's friends are incredibly wealthy. Mm. So those people mixed in with uh, Paul, right? The reason why they backed her up so much and gave her so much headway in comparison to everyone else is because May still wants the recognition that her party is doing well by trying to garner swing votes rather than yeah. actually appealing to the people that are already on that side. Yeah. So the thing is, is like last year or the year before they changed their uh, motto to not left, not right, but forward. That. Yeah. Um, which is bullshit. But the reason why they did that is because she said that there was too much divide and that uh, economic or ecological uh, activism has nothing to do with politics. So right. Fucking which is which is inherently wrong. Yeah. And people in her party knew that and people that were voting for that party knew that. But May didn't grasp that. So she backed up Paul because she seemed the most moderate of the group. Yes. So I feel like the the conservative policies obviously don't go over well in the green party they come like the guy came last etc cetera, etc cetera. no one wants to do that but it, it frustrated me that the woman who ended up winning was like at least she wasn't saying that she wanted to be fiscally responsible she just wasn't talking about it at all like there's just like a total lack of yeah. policy whatsoever her platform was about how they're going to be the most democratic diverse and daring force in canadian politics which like daring means nothing diversity she was just talking about like getting herself elected as leader mm -hmm. and then democratic it's like okay yeah like this is democracy it's like electoral politics politics so like cool i i don't know whereas like they could be such a cool party if they just fucking targeted the left because there's so many young people and on the left and the NDP is obviously failing them. Like, no one really loves the NDP at all. The NDP, like, the last thing that I remember reading about them is, like, Jagmeet Singh uh, having this talk about how we need to support more small, small businesses <laughs> and, like, inject more money into, like, propping up small businesses. Well, no, he did the indigenous guy on the skateboard with the, the ocean spray uh, TikTok. Oh, oh right. I forgot. Cute. I but forgot about Jack the Meek, cute what are you TikTok. doing on TikTok again, buddy? <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> so, well, the thing with the NDP, and I read a really good synopsis on this the other day, is that the NDP would garner so many more votes if they actually try to put forward the policy that they were originally yes, founded it, on. They were a labor party. Like yeah. be a labor party. If they were a labor party, it's honestly depressing. It if is. they were if they maintained being a labor party, uh, they would win conservative votes because a lot of those votes are coming from working class people mm -hmm. and they want to see change in the workforce. Mm. Like as long as it benefits them. And that's why they get swindled by conservatives because the conservatives are like, hey, guys, you'll make more money. And then they're like, sweet. And then they vote them in. And then they're like, where's the more money? And they're like, oh, well, we made like billions. You guys didn't get any yeah. of that? No, didn't you see I, line I go up? Yeah, like, yeah, line went up. That means you guys are making more. Love trickle the down. conservatives, though. I don't know if they will move over, but like, no, it's it's true. It's been shown. Like, if, if your platform like, works in for like the literal working class people and like factory workers and stuff like that, if you talk about being on their side and wanting to represent them in parliament, they will vote for you. Yeah, I I just feel like again that's part of why they like people think that they can get conservative votes away from the conservative party which like pretty hard to do and, and right. instead but there's like this huge 
movement of like young leftists that everyone ignores like we have technically three parties that are supposed to be somewhat on the left and none of them will remotely touch yeah. leftists with a 10-foot pole yeah, and they, like, they're all trying they're all trying to remove themselves and right? like why do we need three centrist parties in a conservative party like what the <laughs> fuck is that <laughs> well no it's like it's perfect canadian politics because it's like again it's all you know pageantry and signaling about how like nice and like uh, kind we are without actually doing anything, right? It's perfect. Oh, yeah. But, like, no, like, uh, just looking, being in such close proximity to the states and, A, watching, like, you know, the rise of Trump, the really extreme reactionary right take a stronghold on their government and, B, watching uh, the rise and, and fall of Bernie Sanders and that massive, like, populist progressive m- movement like as Canadians, we've done an episode about this, how there is no Canadian Bernie uh, and that there's been a complete like void and vacuum of like populist, like leftist ideals in this country. And the Greens had such a perfect opportunity with this leadership race to put a socialist forward. Someone who is like declares themselves a socialist, says they're pro worker, has all of these, uh, you know, um, policies about minimum wage, about improving like labor laws and bolstering the power of unions, and they squander it. It's yep. like yeah. comp- they fumble. Yeah, and like to in all fairness, we did we got close. Yeah, like really close. Uh, the the leading uh, like socialist. Uh, was Dimitri Lascaris, yeah. who was very cool. Uh, he wanted to boost up minimum wage to $20 an hour. He's also a card uh, shark, eh? Is he? Yeah, That's cool. Uh, I, I don't know. This could all be bullshit. The movie 21 was based on his life. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Are you, is this a joke? I don't no, know. No, this is what I heard. I could be completely wrong. What? Continue. I'll look it up. I also want to say, so we're, we're complaining about how the, the Green Party fumbled it, et cetera, et cetera, like fucked it up. And you could argue, well, Megan, the votes were in. The people decided of the party decided what they want. Okay, one, half the people in the party are like 85 and really annoying and have bad takes. Um, second, this isn't just like me saying like, oh, we, my guy didn't win, so I'm sad. Like, they actively tried to make sure that the socialists like could not succeed Yeah, we haven't even talked about Miriam yet. Yeah, so that's what I want to get into now. So um, what I said earlier about May constantly like retweeting things being like, fuck the socialists. So the one that Mm -hmm. she had this huge problem with um, is uh, Miriam Haddad, which was my second place choice. I also wanted her to succeed. That was my first. um, She sadly... Did not win, uh, as we know. Green for the planet, red for the people. Yeah, she had, she had a watermelon emoji. It was a watermelon, and it was the cutest fucking. It was very thing. cute. Yeah. She was. She also Miriam's cool. Uh, it like her and Dimitri have similar policies, and like I agreed with him on a lot of points. But Miriam gets bonus points for being very online. She yeah, she, she, she followed me on me Instagram. On <laughs> yeah, she followed me Queen. on Instagram, which was sick. Um. So yeah, she. Um. So May hated her, retweeted about how she was like unfit to run, everything like that. Uh, she actually got banned from the race. She was taken off the ballot four days before voting started and had like two days to get herself back on the ballot. She did eventually. But um, so literally the Green Party removed her campaign and it was because she had talked about there was two things. She never fully explained why she was kicked off the ballot, but one was possibility that she talked about doing a joint coalition with the NDP to pass the Green New Deal. Like if they were to get enough seats, like to make one party and get enough people elected that they could pass it. That's sick as fuck. Do that. That would be so fun. One leftist party that's actually cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. And also has the like half. the ma- manpower of two. <laughs> half a leftist party. <laughs> True. NDP yeah. is. Well, no, no, because no, like the center. No, the green will o- overgrow all that. Babe. Like a vine. Yeah. Plants. It'll be half a leftist party. Um, <laughs> There's no striving and surviving leftism threatens liberalism the other thing was that she uh shit on the bc greens uh which (laughs) because they're a fucking shitty party so like and they're they don't care about the environment at all like okay cool so anyway so uh the 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 powers that be in the green party uh removed her and it was really shitty and the whole thing was just a nightmare and then everyone in the party voted against them and gave a lot of money to Annie Paul. So anyway, I'm annoyed is what I wanted to say. So it still sounds like there isn't, <laughs> there's not a left party. 
No, no, because no, now we, we, we still have Once three again, centrist don't leaders. Don't vote yeah. anymore, people. Don't vote. Voting is pointless. <laughs> do not vote anymore. My my theory is vote, but like make that a very minor part of your uh, life. You, do you want to hear yeah, another wonderful. reason why we should love Elizabeth May? She spills tea. That's, and that's so true. she 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 got an email, uh, or rather, an email has been leaked within the last twenty four hours of uh, a, a group coming to forth to call the executive director of the Green, the Green Party Pratik Awasi as being a sexual predator Uh-oh. with receipts and they sent it to uh, different members of the Green Party in which Elizabeth May was one of them and she replied back saying we will look into this and then it never had an investigation. Normal. She's a she's Hillary. Oh my god. She really she has earned the Hillary reputation because her whole thing, like all the people my age that liked her, are like, oh, she sp- she spills tea. Like, look at her sassy reaction during the debate. Oh, she's, now- she's such a uh, a mom with all these little boy like Jack Meat uh, Singh and uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Like, yeah. He, yeah, that that was the the the. Uh, well, the like I said, I heard. Yeah, Everyone's like, oh, she thing. she knows so much more than all these like little boy politicians. Like, does she? They she are had... all little boy politicians. Yes. They are little, all like 40. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they all beat her. Any policies. People are just, she like won her own riding and that was the only seat the Green Party had for like fucking 20 years. The party didn't grow under her, honestly. Well, it so technically she, did because yeah. they had three last week. She at the end yeah. when she was fucking out the door and she could stop saying, you know, she felt great or whatever fucking dumb shit. So and now we so have may too it's so annoying so they're what, like the same what may said specifically was i do believe he bullied junior staff <laughs> in the spring of 2019 but has amended his conduct and learned from his experience we as a party are at a perilous moment we are on the verge of a public lynching of an innocent human being okay. yeah, accusing my staffer of second degree bullying statutory bullying is bad in and of itself but is comparing like sexual harassment to just like bullying that you can rough. just get over it. Jesus and Christ! It's anyway. fine. So this yeah, is just joshing around. So what How I want to tell cyber people: bullied. ha 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 ha. <laughs> just close your eyes. If you guys, if you guys don't mind, I do have a closing statement okay. that I yes. want to give. Please. And my closing statement is that for all it's worth, the Green Party, as the people on the bottom who always represent the truest form of what the ideology is of any group of people. The the weakest link, right? The people on the very bottom, and that being the local representatives of the Green Party, are always the best representation of what that party actually means for people, right? And then you have the people on the top of the pyramid, and they all fucking suck, and we hate them. And, and they always skew things just to make themselves look a lot better. And that's what May has done. And now she's raised a little May in order to become that rather than actually what the people wanted. And that's why I've become super doom-pilled when it comes to the Green Party as a whole. And that's why I'm going to be a card-holding Communist Party of Canada member. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm just over this shit. Now, Chance, for saying this, you have been put on the Elizabeth May kill list. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Benghazi 2.0 is on its way. (laughs) It's like the clean list, but like a lot less effective. But nicer. She's way more incompetent. Instead of COVID, she gives me like the measles or something. When she does the drive-by, she'll do it in a a Chevy Volt. (laughs) Yeah. It'll just like the engine will die halfway through. So, so, so to biodegradable all, bullet. So three oh of them in the back of your skull. So the to all the Green Party optimists out there, I love you. I, I love you to death, and I believe that your heart is in the right place. But please, we need to look somewhere else because obviously this isn't going to work in our favor for this time being. Until there is an actual competent leader who is actually going to represent us, we might as well not throw our votes away on someone who is planning against us. I'm going to ask for my $10 back and then every single election round I'm going to do my $10 again and then ask for it back when my person loses. Can't wait. (laughs) Now that's praxis, baby. All right, so we just wanted to also briefly bring up this episode that um, stuff is happening at 1492 Landback Lane. Uh, it's in Caledonia, Ontario. It's, I think, it, it's Haudenosaunee activists from uh, the Six Nations of the Grand River. They are setting up sort of like blockades and camps at a housing development site, um, which is like just, just near Caledonia, Ontario, I think. Uh, they've been there for like, 
uh, what like six weeks now it, feel, it feels like long like oh, it definitely is over a month yeah they they were given the injunction order july 31st wow a long time so they were yeah. told to stop at on in at, at the end of july okay so they've been there for months yes yeah oh yeah um so i i looked into this briefly um i definitely need to do more research uh because this is really important but I, I read that this, so this is a housing development proposed by a developer. Uh, they originally went and asked, um, the, I believe it's a ban, a ban council of the six nations about the development, like back in 2013, I think. And they've had like ongoing meetings, um, since then with the ban council and the ban, ban council signed off on it and was like, yes. And we also agree to, publicly support the project we will like suppress any dissent about the project within our community um we will like formally talk about how we um uh like agree with the project and it's allowed to go ahead um the reason why they have say in this is because it's part of the hollymad hollymad track i'm not sure exactly how you pronounce it um that was created in the 1700s which is like 10 miles or kilometers or something haldemond um a bunch of land on either side of the Grand River, which now the actual reserve that the Six Nations live on is extremely tiny compared to that. And however, not everyone in the community agreed that this uh, housing development was a good idea or something that should happen on their land. Um, obviously, also just fuck subdivision developments in general, fuck suburbs. Anyway, besides the point, but so there's a lot of people in the community that did not agree that this was a good project and have now set up a camp. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I don't know if you have. Yeah, more I, to talk I, about. I have a couple more things to add. It wasn't that a lot of people were uh, necessarily against what the band council did. Okay. It's that yeah. recently the, the idea that bound councils are necessary for reserves mm. is under attack. Mm. Because of what's happened with uh, what's Soatin, mm -hmm. because of what's happened uh, with Tyendinega, and because of what's happened with Oka, the idea that bound ca band councils and elected councils uh, should be the liaison between indigenous people and the federal government is under uh, scrutiny because they usually work for their own interest and there tends to not actually be referendums regarding very important issues. Mm. So rather than actually representing the people in the area, they kind of just will take business contracts that work in their own benefit. Gotcha. And um, I feel like we talked about this um, we when back when we were talking about Wet'suwet'en um, or Wet'suwet'en, sorry. And it was that, so the hereditary chiefs disagreed with the band council and the band council, um, Historically, in the past, Canada has been able to basically depose and replace the entire band council if it is uh, staffed with people that are not sympathetic to development interests. Yeah, so and that's and, sort of where we're at. And and the band council has come under scrutiny um, in a lot of different ways. Um, but one of the ways in like academia that it's kind of come under fire is that they see it as a way that uh, the buck has been broken, which mm. is. Um, a term that they used to use in the South regarding slaves, where you would take a black slave and you would essentially turn him into an overseer for the land in order to kind of destroy psychologically the people that are there mm. in order so that they listen better. Um, and so they see the band council as essentially being um, like these indigenous rogue agents Right. And they would take them and essentially give them as much money as they needed in order to snitch on the people that lived there and in order to kind of undermine the people that were already there using an indigenous person as doing it so that they could say, but he did it and he's indigenous. Mm. So therefore, mm -hmm. it's really not that bad. He's representing you. Yeah. Um, so that's where band councils come under fire. We've talked about the difference between hereditary chiefs and uh, elected band council chiefs before. And if you don't know the difference, you should definitely look into it because it's uh, very fascinating and it's incredibly important to how the indigenous democratic system works. But regardless of all that, the band council saying that this is okay is one thing, right? People yeah. are very upset about that. But that that's only one part of it. The second part is that this comes not long after uh, Wet'suwet'en. It comes not long after um, uh, Shut Down Canada. Yeah. And it comes only 30 years after Oka, mm -hmm. um, it, which uh, cumulatively ends up always coming back to this is, this is it, right? The idea that 
we will die holding this ground because it's the only thing we have left mm-hmm. um, because there's been enough times that this has happened. And especially when it comes to like land development and stuff like that. And the argument is always, but this will make jobs for you here. And they're like, we can do that other ways. Give us the opportunity to work with you and mm. we will do that. Don't just throw jobs at us that are detrimental to our community and almost always, always destroying the land. Yeah. And yeah. always, always destroy the land. Yeah. Right? They're like, please just at least work with us for a moment. So what it was, was not necessarily the people, um, disliking what was going on as a whole they disliked the band council's executive order or whatever the fuck but what it really was is that the bear clan of the uh Gunyungehaga, the mohawks the uh, i'm not bear i'm wolf but uh of the three clans the bear clans are usually the protectors of the land um and the members in tyndanega went to um six nations because they were called there um, so the members in Tyananega have also been the members that have helped with Wet'suwet'en, have helped with Oka. They cause they were the ones who told Oka to stand down and turn it into a blockade, mm. um, and they were the ones who did shut down Canada at the railroads in Tyananega. This is the same group of people and the same lineage of people and the same family. Wow, um, family in a broad sense. Yeah, um, and they were called into uh, Six Nations because they said we don't have enough people who are actually willing to protest against this. Mm. So the members that are protesting right now are members of the community in Six Nations, but it started, the foundation of it came from the Bear Clan in Tyanega because they called for their help. The reason why that is important is because the Bear Clan in Tyanega has, uh, the war chief is part of that clan. And the war chief, uh, he's like 100 years old. (laughs) Very sweet guy. But, He's essentially the one who makes the calls when it comes to these protests, right? Okay. And so they weren't going to do this unless they were given the okay. But as soon as you ask him to do, like, if it's okay, he's obviously going to tell his surrounding community, we need to help. Mm. He's not going to be like, yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So he was like, no, you, we need to be there mm. in order to do this. And then that pisses off the RCMP. Because mm-hmm. the RCMP has seen these faces for the last 30 fucking years. Mm. And they're like, wow, you're really doing this again? And then they get pissed and then they start bringing in the army and stuff like that. And then it just becomes a whole huge mess. The problem is, is that what happens is there's a group of people that are actually willing to stand up for indigenous sovereignty and even the sovereignty that has been given. This is sovereignty that was on Canada's terms. These weren't even negotiated grounds this was what they said no we're only doing this and then they go back on that Mm. and it's like you came up with the conditions yeah i i'm also just looking at the haldimon track now and it's six miles from the bank of the river on either side so i i just wanted to correct myself yeah yeah so it's like you know these were these were it'd be like me being like hey dean uh i'll totally give you this whole coca-cola sweet awesome i love coca-cola products i'm gonna hand you this coca-cola now have a sip Thank you, dude. I'm so yeah. thirsty for the Coca-Cola product. S- sip up, buddy. Okay, that's done. Yeah. But I didn't finish my... Yeah, weird, eh? And that's that's approximately oh, the same I amount of land it. that uh, they live on now. And so... They live on a sip of Coca-Cola. Yeah, freaking <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um. So the, the recent updates I've seen um, have been that the... I think it's the OPP, actually, who... Yeah, but you know me. ...is going <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane... Um, really, really evil shit going on. So there's people camping out uh, and living on this area of land. They obviously need food and water to live. So supporters from like various communities like have been bringing supplies by car in just food and water, literally food and water. Many of those supporters have now been arrested. So there's been like dozens of the actual um, land defenders arrested already. Now people who are bringing food and water in get their license plates marked and they're either arrested when they go in or they're looked up later and the police have then gone to their home later in the week and said, earlier you brought food to 1492 Landback Lane like you're under arrest. So it's been fucked. They've also arrested journalists. Mm -hmm. Um, a, A journalist for one 
spoon one dish was there he is an indigenous man he's not a part of the protest he's part of press he gets a pass under like un and canadian laws but the reason why they arrested him is because they said that he was corroborating with protesters because he played a game of lacrosse with them oh my god yeah i just want to say they arrested him if you're listening please follow them on twitter and there is also a facebook group for updates but i I find the Twitter pretty helpful. Um, also, they are taking donations for legal funds and like food and just general donation funds. So if there's any we ways can we can that in the description. Could, yeah, if we can put links in the description, they'll be there. Yeah, and you please check them out. And again, it's fourteen ninety two Landback Lane. So it's a good thing we don't have bad cops in Canada like they do in the U.S. Yeah, yeah wouldn't that be that'd be horrific? It's a good thing it? they uphold the laws properly and they don't abuse their power for. The complete and utter benefit of white supremacy. Hmm. Yeah, the only people upholding the law in that situation are the protesters. Now, I bet the I bet our prime minister would say white supremacists are bad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd do fucking much about it. No, actually, hey, what were some of the promises he made uh, to indigenous people? That's actually really interesting. I didn't think that he decried against white supremacy as there's a standoff going on at 1492 Landback. Yeah, he doesn't give a yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Oh, uh, that makes me so much more mad. <laughs> yeah, why do you think uh, I? Prime I hate this cursed line. Yeah. Prime Minister Trudeau, will you denounce the RCMP <laughs> tonight on stage? Well, no. Apologize he, for the history of the RCMP. Now, in his defense, if he does use I denounce the RCMP, that's actually a trigger word for their sleeper cells to go shoot another thousand people in the fucking country. So That's true. Got to be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah. They all go to their nearest banks to withdraw $400,000. Uh, uh, it's it's, it's oh a real shame. God. Considering his contemporary, Trudeau, Pierre Trudeau and JFK really should have switched places. <laughs> yeah. Pierre Trudeau should have been fucking Jackie Onassis. They, they were like perfect. They were like the exact like perfect two sides of the same coin. Pierre, one, where were you in one of them Houston? Got shot 1974. In the head, and one of Dallas. them one of them got to die of like, I don't know, lack of pussy for like forty years. <laughs> or whatever disease it was that finally killed him. He got it from It's it was, a real shame. They 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 genuinely should have had different lives where Kennedy got a chance to be an anti war guy and Pierre Trudeau got killed before he could break the yeah. unions and destroy social welfare. Antifa Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I'm going to make the dead Trudeaus. <laughs> I'm going to hopefully will it into existence. That would actually be fucking sick. Uh, Sophie, you can call me, though. We're, I can save you. <laughs> We're going to make a new line of actual good Canadians. So. Uh, curse of the Trudeaus. Please donate to Land Back Lane. Uh, fuck the OPP and fuck the RCMP. And that's my two cents on the matter. So, folks, I didn't want to talk about this. Uh, I didn't. I honestly like. I've read. He's only through. really excited about it all day. I no, no. I was. I was not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sh- uh, fake news. Uh, no, this. I didn't want to give this article the time of day because it's just. It's so vapid and just. Com- it's a completely meaningless puff piece. Uh, but everyone was talking about it online, and we got to hop on the zeitgeist. So here we are. Uh, from the National Post. It's already a winner. Uh, opinion. We need to admit that Canada has a left-wing populism problem. I can't believe that they just let people write whatever they want in opinion pieces. Like, everyone is so dumb. Like, you have to be so dumb to write an article like that. And they let you do it. They paid that guy to uh, do that. Uh, folks, uh, folks, uh, NP, more like TP, because this paper's covered in doo-doo. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! So this was written by uh, uh, Denise Charev. Oh um, God, we're off to a that fucking was a start. Pretty bad pronunciation. I I'm imagine. pronouncing it wrong on purpose for okay. comedic effect. <laughs> Denise, Denise Charev. Yeah, that's a woman's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this this article's already sus. Uh, <laughs> He is a political strategist from Toronto. Oh, uh, he is the co-founder easy. of Truth and Consequences, if you're a which is a like con- hmm. conservative Canadian think tank that is so n- again so boring. It's not even funny. Truth and consequences. Hey, what yeah. do Canadian think tanks do? Like, do we have lobbyists uh, here? I don't even. Fucking mo- a lot know. of the they the, mostly just try to underwrite any kind of like 
change that could threaten but by yeah, writing national order. post articles like what do they no, do they, they, they like fun well, what does any conservative of, think tank do of like, at all what they does up. shock therapy do to the to the negro brain it's like oh, the name of papers God. they would write last year the, <laughs> the, the, these guys are even shittier like they like their top posts right now are like uh oh don't compare our statues to those of tyrants uh how well do you know canada's political system student empowerment is not what happens at we day like those two about (laughs) don't compare our statues to tyrants and how much do you know about canadian history are probably (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there's a major yeah those go hand in hand bud um i i feel like what they do at these think tanks is they just like upload their brain to servers to mine bitcoin mm, true. <laughs> that would be more productive <laughs> that's true uh no but uh uh denise goes on he talks about how yes there is uh right-wing populism and we can see that with donald trump uh and right-wing parties in europe uh, which is also like sort of bullshit but uh trump is not really a populist if he was he he would be giving people stimulus checks but he's fucking not doing that right uh but he's he says that uh, because uh, we pay so much attention to right wing populism, left wing po- populism has sort of flown under the radar. Uh, so and it's, under the radar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually well, you say that, but it's actually infected uh, the federal government of Canada. Oh right, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot when the federal government of Canada got infected by leftism. Yeah, that, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I loved when that happened. So he helpfully explains that. Uh, uh, populism uh, is when you promise the people things that they want in order for them to vote for you. Uh, this is bad. Don't do that. That's bad. Um, because, uh, you know, it's not a long-term strategy. We have to think about long, long, long-term strategies. And Trudeau uh, like was elected and rode this wave of like popular policies. Uh, he talked about tackling homelessness and climate change. Uh, but he hasn't solved these problems. Things well, to that be people fair. like and want the government to do, bad, stupid. To be fair, he's definitely tackled homelessness. He just had all the cops literally tackle homeless yeah. people <laughs> while he installed spikes underneath the bridge they live in. Yeah. Also, uh, king of not doing what people want then, uh, Peter McKay. It's just making me laugh about that time. And he's like, guys, we're just not going to fix climate change. Like, I don't want to make a promise I can't keep. Like... <laughs> Fucking sucks to be you guys. Yeah, sucks to suck, yeah, boys. Okay, at least thanks, Peter. So, but he lost. So, boo. Here's a money line from this one. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's grandiose promises to solve complex and global problems merely by creating new government programs and increasing spending, combined with his constant disregard for criticism and warnings, betray his populist opposed approach. Folks. Uh, Trudeau wanting to solve problems uh, as the prime minister by using government programs sucks. Yeah, that was bad, man. What the fuck, what, dude? What's what wrong with this guy? He's like, <laughs> I, once again, I feel bad saying anything about these people because they clearly have like mental Yeah, no, it's like we're, we're making fun uh, of ba- kindergartners. It's bad when the prime minister uses the government to, to do his job. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck do you think, you fucking moron? I know. In all honesty. So far from left wing. I just want to get him like a ring puzzle or what something. Is this, uh, what does this motherfucker look like? The Do thing is, this is like, in here? This is yeah, even, I got his picture. This is, is even incredibly far from like libertarian thought in the sense where like if you're a member of government, you better at least be using the government for the people yeah, what the and fuck? not for literally anything else. Um, like most conservatives don't even feel this way about government in the sense where like someone who joins the government oh, shouldn't use it. Fuck. Sorry. The guy who wrote this article looks a bit like <laughs> oh if David Byrne skinned women alive. <laughs> Like, okay, but he look looks young. Freak. He really does look like all the authors and musicians that Dean listens to that were active in like 2002 <laughs> to 2004. If they just then put on a suit that fit them, that he is looks like if John Green is. never got laid. I was going to say he the actually, John Green of politics. He looks like the Decemberist guy. He looks like John Green. He looks like Jonathan Colton. <laughs> well, he's a like bit. an incredibly soy man. Yeah, oh, he's soyed up. But, he's, but if all of those got, like, were doing Peter a master's Griffin degree haircut. in politics, like he has the Peter Griffin haircut, just like. Like slightly darker. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, from his website, uh, it, I have his bio here. It says, uh, I have also been actively involved in nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. focused on human rights and democracy in Russia and former <laughs> Soviet republics. Oh, cool. he's doing USAID shit. Yeah. I, for me, I just, I read that and I see human trafficking. Yeah. 
This guy's definitely this <laughs> guy was actually the main enemy, and I spit on your grave three. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely has like a strong like pedophile bureaucrat energy. Yeah, like he would be running. He wouldn't be like the guy Liam Neeson eventually kills, but like or like the guy he's trying to kill. But he would die in like an office building or something as he closes in <laughs> on his <laughs> well, daughter's he's ultimate this location. Yeah, that's actually yeah. He died very recently. He was killed by uh, an insane guy trying to stop his daughter from being human trafficked, and we we pay him for his service you know we salute him yeah he got you were never really here to very sad <laughs> oh god the greatest documentary ever made <laughs> some say it's a future documentary of me in 15 years when i lose a bit more weight and gain a lot more nihilism <laughs> yeah uh he talks about how trudeau uh, rode this wave of goodwill uh by promising uh, results uh but he is yet to uh, actually solve uh, the problems that he said he was going to solve. Uh, that is true, but I don't know if that's a yeah, good point. But could you imagine a politician saying that they're going to do something and then not doing it? Fucked vibe. No that's one populism. before Trudeau has done that. Um, <laughs> well, what's he going to do? Make a government uh, policy or, you know, focus group? Well, the ones that he's done it? haven't worked. For example, th- quote, the carbon tax and expensive environmental programs have not solved climate change. Well, to be fair, car- <laughs> carbon tax is not the way to solve climate change. For no, what but, it's worth. Yeah, but it just didn't. No, but it should have and it didn't. Uh, yeah. The gender neutral national national anthem has not solved gender Ooh, inequality. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Once again, who cares? Oh my God. Uh, actually, it did. Yeah, that's, that's, that's over now. And that's coming from yeah. a woman. Yeah, I know. A we f- have a woman uh, on the podcast. A femoid, if you will. I, yeah. God, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this, this guy's got like. But a the, his brain. points are literally like, don't promise because either you done. have to do them or you have to not do them, and both are bad. It's the like, supervised okay. injection sites have not solved the addiction uh, crisis. Yeah. The, the temporary f- accommodation of refugees and the homeless in hotels have obviously not solved the refugee crisis nor homelessness. So that's don't try. That's because you're creating it, you stupid little vacuous piece of shit, but by he- fucking destroying their <laughs> fucking countries, you asshole. Yeah. Fuck. But, I hope you. But no. This is this is actually I think I think we've stumbled on like a cornerstone of conservative thought, uh, which is like a lot of think pieces uh, sort of beat around the bush at. And this is doing the same thing. But the, the crux of the argument is if you can't directly solve an issue immediately and without spending a lot of money, it's not worth doing yeah, anything you might as well not try yeah if you're going to spend a lot of money and if it's going to take a lot long time why bother effort means nothing because that yeah Joke's exactly on him because the actual solution to all those problems is more leftism so yay dumbass yeah like, stick it to him it's Megan. so Thank galling you. for people that work for these conservative think tanks to be like oh why hasn't the liberal prime minister solved the problems we create mm-hmm. it's like what the fuck or actively create like, the refugee the- crisis guess who's responsible for that numbnuts not just in the wars you fucking created and but also in like the neoliberal policies of globalization which let's not forget we're born out of like the paleoconservative revolution of the 1980s it's like what the fuck is wrong with you you either have the memory of like a goldfish <laughs> Or you're the most disingenuous fucking person. He looks that's like ever he's lived. fourteen. So yeah, no, he like yes, he has a very smooth face, but he has the haircut of a ninety-year-old <laughs> man. Like he very well, he could be any age between nine and three hundred, <laughs> and we wouldn't know. He talks a lot about how um, this uh, rise of populism uh, leads to economic disaster and austerity, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that he's seen this pattern play out a lot as he has uh, closely observed former Soviet countries Imagine. where it played out. They were formerly Soviet, and then uh, they collapsed, but the collapse wasn't because they're no longer so- Soviet. It's because of populism. Could you imagine a fucking recession <laughs> happening in a popula- in a non-populist country? God, that'll be the day when we have one recession and not fucking four of them in ten years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's so again, funny. He's just lying. Like he's just straight up lying. There's no way he can be this stupid. Like, yeah, he's no, just it's lying. just. But like the thing that why even put this out right now? Like, was he just like bored of not hearing himself talk? Like, he'd this been, is an article for at it no on one. his Word document for yeah. three years, so he thought may as well release it. It's and like there's there's no like there's no inciting incident. There's nothing he's responding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just fucking tears. Yeah, it made us all laugh a little bit. It so did, but nice. again, we like I I regret even giving it the time of day, dude. He's just a master of absurdism. Yeah, or he's just lying. Like anytime you see any kind of any opinion piece in the National Post to begin with, just be like they're either lying or they're wrong. And like if you Margaret do that, Wente. you will fil- you will filter out like ninety nine percent of them. Same thing. If you see an article 
by someone about a country that they don't live in or haven't lived in in 30 years. Just don't read it. <laughs> they don't yeah. know what they're talking about. Who cares? What the fuck? Yeah, like we'll talk about that article. I'm sure next week. That's oh, why God. opinion pieces. But should who die. cares? <laughs> like, no, because then our show dies. <laughs> no, we, we we're not an live. opinion piece. No, we're, we that's all we do is read the shit, though. <laughs> dude. We're populist leftists. Oh, right. I forgot. We're for the yeah. people. Yeah, we like when he talks about the rise of populist leftism in Canada, he's talking about the late like capitalism show. Yeah, baby. That's right. He's talking about, he's talking about three neckbeards and Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You all do have beards on your neck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's just one more thing I want to say before we go. Uh, and that's that uh, I know this is reductive and but easily not as reductive as our friend Denise being uh, but the idea that like populism is some like scary beast uh, and like a horrible thing for a politician to turn to baffles me right like the like population populism at its core is giving the people what they want it's also it, it, like it like the and idea of that being fucking elect you and they pay you like yeah. what else are you supposed to no, do like anyway. the, the idea of it being bad like comes from like ancient rome with the idea that like the like They're rabble not should not be allowed to make decisions yeah. Yeah. about how the government is run and like you can trace that back to like through the federalists and Hamilton to uh, today. We still but. have a Senate, so. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> fucked vibes. Populism, good, actually. If the raving mobs wants, wants blood, <laughs> for me, give them blood. Give them I blood. feel like they fucking deserve it. You know what? That's why Jesse's platform for mayor is purely on blood for the blood god. And he comes out and we'll just give sacrifices to Yeah, him. that'd be fucking dope. Yeah, I'm going to let all the homeless people disaffected by the fucking city just alone in a room with them for five minutes <laughs> that would like, actually be sick you get five minutes no cameras nothing <laughs> seven minutes in heaven yeah i'm gonna like i'm literally they just going, start sucking dick yeah <laughs> i'm gonna let you know what if they, if they want to suck and fuck that's their prerogative <laughs> that's their god-given right but what matters is that we're trying to give these people a voice well no of course like there's all these op-eds about how populism is wrong because if you actually listen to the people as a politician what do you need a consultant for Mm-hmm. You don't need a consultant to tell you yeah. what's happening. What do you well, need to read so op-eds many for? Unemployed political well, that's studies grad. Freaks like this guy would not <laughs> exist if populism <laughs> was a more consistent thing. Because you don't need consultants. Because people yeah. are telling you, "Hey, we want healthcare. Hey, we want fucking better, affordable housing. Hey, hey I, I at least want you to listen to my opinion for a second, and hopefully that will change your mind to some degree. Yeah, that's all you want. It's like, what's a consultant supposed to do? Advise you on how to win votes? Well, if populism exists and you realize, oh, I can win votes by not just promising things but delivering it, the entire political economy collapses on itself. Also, obviously, they're not ever going to allow populism to take hold in a meaningful way because it threatens the capital interests. Because mm. guess what? Most people don't want to fucking make money for a shareholder. They want to be able to feed their kids or not have to pay rent or not have rent be 100% of their right. fucking... Yeah, if money. If, if, yeah, uh, Denise. Uh, Dennis. Denny. I'm calling him Denny Denise. Denny um, <laughs> Denise. Here's the deal. Uh, I do hate you. Uh, yes, I hate you for your politics and your ideas, but mostly I hate you because you made me side with Trudeau in an argument against you, and that feels bad for everybody. <laughs> I like that. All right, that was good. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.